What's going on? This is Gary. Hope everybody's doing well. Today is the 30th of December. We are right between FPL Game Weeks 20 and 21. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody had a fantastic Merry Christmas. And uh, from us to you, Happy Early New Year. We hope it is filled with prosperity, health, family, whatever brings you joy. We hope you see lots of it in 2020. What we hope to deliver to you in 2020 is more information, more perspective, more opinion, more um, more instruction on how to have a successful finish to your FPL season. Game Week 20 just ended. Uh, we were very happy with the result. We got 70 points. I think the average was around 54, which for a week like it was, you know, a uh, very congested time period, lots of players <clears throat> um, rested either entirely or limited minutes. This, I was surprised at how high the game week average was and pleasantly surprised with how high our game week score was. So uh, with a successful week, it takes us to uh, inside the top 25,000, which is awesome. Uh, It'll get increasingly harder to stay here uh, and even work our way down, which is definitely the intent. Our goal is to finish in the top 10,000 at the end of the season. So hopefully that will come true. That's why, uh, you know, we've made sort of an early New Year's resolution not to take any hits unless for some strange reason, absolutely necessary. Uh, Don't want to be frivolous with those sorts of things. Certainly don't want to be frivolous with the usage of the chips that we have. Everybody hopefully knows by now that the second wild card is available. So first wild card expired on Saturday, uh, the 28th, and the second wild card is now available through the end of the season. And then that's it. You do not get a uh, a second chip for any of the other chips that we have. Um, you use them once and they're gone. And now the same is true uh, with this second wild card. You know, there's theories of either holding on to the wild card until, you know, towards the very end of the season when um, there's a lot of a lot of teams that have double game weeks, um, a lot of teams that have blank game weeks, and you can sort of prepare better for those. <clears throat> uh, obviously, the free hit chip is extremely valuable during those time frames, too. Uh, but back to the, the other wild card theory then is use it early to build a team that you really, really like. And that's hopefully going to get you a lot of points. And over the course of the next, you know, whatever it is, say 13, 14 game weeks before others will use their wild cards in that end of the season push that I was just referring to. Um, you can accrue ideally a lot more points than those other managers will in a shorter amount of time. 
So uh, whatever you're a believer of, um, I, I don't know that one is is better than the other. I understand the pros and cons of both of them. So whatever you feel most comfortable with, I think is how um, how you should go with that. So let's we'll kind of keep this a uh, little short and sweet because we know everybody has plans for the new year and need to get onto your parties and do your thing. Um, but let's talk about. <clears throat> I guess players to watch, players to consider, um, players on the radar for game week 21. I think the best place to start with that is, and we posted this on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, it is a list of, of several popular attacking FPL assets. It's not all of them, um, but several of them, and it it lists their game week 21 opponent and then um, shows sort of their goal involvement, how many games they played against this team. This is all competitions, um, how many goals they had in those, that number of games, how many assists they had. And then we average it out for average goal involvement per appearance versus those teams. Some notable ones that stood out. Harry Kane uh, is away to Southampton He's played them 11 times, nine goals and four assists in 11 games. So that's a little bit over uh, one goal involvement per game. It's 1.18. So that certainly um, stands out. Delhi Alley, a little shorter time span, six games played against Southampton, um, five goals and five assists. So 10 goal involvements. Uh, in six games is 1.67 average. So <clears throat> both of those Spurs players uh, quite strong. Rashford has done well against Arsenal. Uh, man, you are away to Arsenal. He has scored two and assisted two in five games against Arsenal. Martial, slightly worse, also two goals, two assists in seven games. Uh, Jamie Vardy, a lot of people will be wondering about that. Yes, he was out of game week 20. His wife just had a baby. Uh, we fully expect that he will start uh, in game week 21 on Wednesday and that um, <clears throat> hopefully he'll have that new baby bounce. Everybody's talking about the new manager bounce. There's certainly got to be a new baby bounce. As long as he's not up in the middle of the night feeding the baby and changing dirty diapers uh, and he's well-rested, then... Uh, I think he is an ideal captain candidate for the upcoming game week. But <clears throat> Leicester City are away to Newcastle. He's played them nine times, has five goals and one assist. He scored twice against them in the reverse fixture earlier in the season this year. So has some very recent success against Newcastle. Uh, other notable names, Sterling has played Everton. 11 times Man City play Everton at the Etihad. Um, in those 11 games, he's scored four and assisted two. De Bruyne, in case you're wondering, who is just on fire lately. He was our captain in game week 20, and man, did he take a marginally okay game week to a whole other level. Usually the way it works for us <clears throat> is that on that last day of the game week, or usually even in that last game of the game week, we tank. Uh, we do really well going into that last day or that last game. 
and we slowly but surely watch our overall rank um, drop and drop and drop and get worse and worse. And this time it got uh, notably better. So we love ourselves some KDB. Uh, but he has faced Everton nine times, scored once, assisted three. Aguero, who's back and back into the goal-scoring ways, has faced Everton 12 times, scored three, assisted two. Um, other notables, Aubameyang has faced Man United five times, and he scored in th- he's scored three times. Um, Lacazette has faced Man United three times, scored once, assisted three. So pretty good record there. And that's really it in terms of the most notable of them. If you go to the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, you will see what looks like a black and white Excel grid. We posted this several days ago now, so you'll have to scroll down a little bit. Um, But I think there's four different pages to it. Uh, We started with Game Week 19. We did one for Game Week 20. 21 and 22. So yeah, there's four. So if you scroll a couple pages in, you'll find um, those stats for game week 22. Let's now talk about, so we heard some players that are certainly worth consideration, if not um, the captain's armband. Let's talk about some others that aren't on this list then, players that are definitely worth a look. Um, Triore, even though he didn't produce anything against Man City um, recently, he was rested. He came on later in the game, um, but he terrorized that Man City defense. He is just, he's a confident player. He's clearly a strong player. So, um, you know, at a $5.5 million or a million pound cost, he is well worth the money, in our opinion. Um, Alexander Arnold, of course, he's $7.4 million. I'm sure his price will go up again before the Game Week 21 deadline. So let's just say he's going to be at £7.5 million. Pounds. Um, that's an impressive number for a defender. Uh, that is right up there with, you know, a lot of the good midfielders and even some of the uh, valuable Strikers, so crazy high price for a defender, but but well worth it. Um, so he is definitely worth a nod. And remember, and this is all over our Instagram page. Game week twenty four is a double game week for West Ham and for Liverpool. So what that means to those that don't know is, uh, while all other eighteen teams play once. In that game week, West Ham and Liverpool play two times. So, roughly speaking, uh, players on those teams will get double the amount of points they would if they just played one game that week. So, you know, make sure that uh, you're planning over the next few weeks, or next couple weeks really, um, includes... Looking at Liverpool players, I mean, definitely a triple up is called for on Liverpool players. And then one, maybe two West Ham players um, would be important as well. 
and we have listed those on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page too. I'm sure you can find who we listed uh, for Liverpool. Um, West Ham, I think Fabianski is a great get. If you remember last season, um, he kept some also had a lot of points for saves. Um, he was key for that. And I think the same will hold true um, through the rest of the season now that he is fit. So definitely a great player to have, I think. You know, especially if you're rotating goalkeepers like we are, I think he's worth that. Um, other players to consider, Calvert-Lewin has been playing great lately. I'm still not 100% sold on him yet. Um, but, you know, I certainly envy those that have taken the chance on him and have gotten the points. Uh, I just don't know. Uh, for me, he's not quite doing it yet, um, but that I may change my tune quickly. Um, but at $5.8 million, definitely worth a shot if you're looking f- uh, to free up funds to, to make, spend some money elsewhere. Um, Ings, another great player on great form. Um, he is, I believe, away to Chelsea. Let's see. Um, oh, sorry, no. He's home to Spurs. I don't know how I got away to Chelsea. Uh, home to Spurs, and uh, this guy can score. You know, um, Spurs has definitely conceded goals, and uh, if anybody's going to score for Southampton, Ings is most likely at least involved, if not actually the one scoring the goal. I believe he scored 50% of Southampton goals this season. Uh, William, I think, is an interesting option potentially if you're okay with the potential of rotation with him, but certainly he's on good form. Uh, Dunk, I think, is worth a look. Uh, they are home, Brighton's home to Chelsea this weekend, so maybe not ideal, but you could always acquire him at $4.7 million and just keep him on the bench. Um, for the weekend, and then their fixtures look great between weeks 22 and 29. So a nice little run there. Um, Madison, uh, he's been rested, and uh, you know if he connects with Vardy, that's uh, a nice little combination there. Let's see who else. Um, I don't think taking the risk on Greenwood. Yes, he scored a goal in the Premier League not too long ago, a couple games back, I believe. Um, but he's not a regular starter, at least not yet. And I just don't think he's worth um, he's worth the money when, you know, if you spend just a little bit more, you've got some really great options there. Uh, Matt Doherty is one that I think is worth a serious look, especially the next three for Wolves look particularly favorable. Let's see who else. Uh, you know, a th- note about Salah. He has not <clears throat> been delivering, certainly not nearly as much as Mane recently. I think that his his ankle is still a little bit banged up. And we're just not being told about it. Um, but his performance is suffering for some reason. But that said, we know he can just go on a run uh, at a moment's notice. So 
if you're looking to acquire another midfielder or maybe replace one and you've got the funds, then, uh, then Saul is your man, especially heading into game week 24. Our advice really is to use your free transfers over the next couple weeks and make sure you've got your three Liverpool players and your one or maybe two West Ham players. And, you know, if, uh, if you want to, you don't have to get your West Ham players right away. You could always wait until right before week 24 um, if that's how you want to operate. Um, I think Aguero is an excellent get now. He's rested just because he's been out on injury. Um, he came off early um, against Wolves, and um, he's just ready to score more goals. He is going to uh, – he knows that Jesus is breathing down his neck and looking to take that spot. So um, he knows that he's got to score goals to remain the number one, and I think he will do that. I think that's going to do it really in terms of players – um, to watch. Um, well, here's a couple more. Mares, I think, is a is a great option. Um, Hep will certainly rotate squads. Uh, Mares is a catalyst um, for a lot of goal scoring on that team when he plays. So definitely uh, worth it. Aaron Moy has been playing lights out recently. If you watched him play um, just a couple days ago against Bournemouth, he looked extremely good. Um, he was leading that attack. Um, additionally, I think Trossard and Mupai are worth a look just as much. I'll kind of leave it there. That's a lot of players to watch. Uh, we went through quite a few of them earlier too, but <clears throat> lots of good opportunities out there. On the flip side, we are seeing some transfers that um, some transfers out that are a little bit alarming to us. Uh, firstly, we see that uh, John Lundstrom is the most transferred out player uh, heading into game week 21. Yes, he's flagged. I believe he has a ankle injury. Um, I, I just, in their away to Liverpool, I get it. But um, at the price he's at, even though he's gone up to 5.2 million, um, the fact that he gets the benefit of potential clean sheet points and is an attacking midfielder, uh, I just don't know how you can beat that. So, you know, unless you got him at like 5 or 5.1 million and don't have any value tied up in him, I certainly don't advise transferring him out right now. Madison is the second most transferred out player. I don't get that whatsoever especially considering um, the run of fixtures that Leicester City have really from game week 21 all the way through, really through the end of the season. There's only, for the rest of the season, only one, two, three, four, five fixtures that are red, and they are all fours, so there's no fives at all. The rest is just twos and threes, uh, so I really don't understand why he's being transferred out other than the fact that I guess people are now kind of attracted to Martial because he scored recently. But remember, Madison didn't play at all. So um, so you, it's not an apples-to-apples apples comparison. Abraham is the third most transferred out player. 
I kind of get that. We we dropped him uh, for Mupe this past week, um, and Abraham actually scored a goal, um, and Mupe assisted one, but it was only a one-point difference. So, you know, we basically netted out kind of even on that. But certainly it freed up funds, and we are going to make a move for either Salah or Sterling, most likely Salah, just because of that Liverpool triple-up for game week 24 that we were talking about, just not sure when we're going to do it. Um, other big names transferred out. Jack Grealish is the fourth most transferred out player. Kind of get that, that Austin Villa is struggling, but um, they're away to Burnley currently, and I think um, he's frustrated, and I think he's going to be on his game, and I think he's going to score this weekend. <clears throat> I don't think there's a huge urgency to get him out as is kind of reflected in him being the fourth most transferred out player. Deli Alley is the fifth most transferred out player. Um, yes, he's blanked the past couple of weeks, but if you watched him play um, in game week 20 uh, at Norwich, he looked likely to score a few different times. And, uh, you know, that was just a little bit of, of bad luck for him. And I think he's right back into goal-scoring ways soon. So I think his sellers um, will be disappointed that they did that. But I think that's going to do it for us, guys. Um, kind of short and sweet this time. Actually, not that short, uh, but hopefully sweet. And, of course, we will keep posting lots of information uh, and opinion on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, we are over 35,000 now followers, which is insane to us. So thank you to everyone that's done that um, and followed us. We absolutely appreciate it. And um, if you haven't given us a follow, give us a follow. We love to have some nice banter with, uh, with our followers and with the community uh, that we all share. So um, please give us a follow if you haven't yet. And again, we wish you guys the happiest of New Year's, a great New Year's Eve. Be smart, be safe on New Year's Eve, and we wish you nothing but health and happiness in the new year. And we will be back with a preview of Game Week 22 soon. So until then, we say peace and goodbye.